Welcome to the John DePietro Show on 1380 AM and 99.9 FM. News Talk WNRI. Boy, I think it's four and a half. Washington's really good. All right, folks, good afternoon at 12.06. Yes, tonight is the national championship. Number one, Michigan takes on number two, Washington. Live, unscripted. I think it starts at 7.30, which is fantastic. Yeah, kickoff is 7.30. Fantastic. Wolverines are four and a half favorites over Washington, which... I actually think that's a lot. Washington has an unbelievable quarterback. But anyhow, folks, good afternoon, everyone, on this uh, sunny Monday. Listen, it was not blizzard-like, but that was a tough storm. The good news is, nice sunny day, a lot of melting going on. <coughs> I think they did the right thing. School was not canceled, just delayed a little bit. This is the noon report. For the chosen one, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. This portion of the program is brought by AJ Drywall Plasters Home Improvement. Whether it be for your home or business, you want to improve your home, frame to finish basements, acoustical ceilings. They can do new homes, painting and remodeling. It's AJ Drywall Plasters Home Improvement. Call them today. Free quote, serving Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. 401 401- 323-9252. AJ Drywall Plasters Home Improvement. Again, maybe you're thinking you want to stay where you are, whether it be for your home or business, but maybe you'd like to just spruce things up a little bit. Maybe uh, they do phenomenal work on basements, or maybe you have an unfinished garage. Whatever it may be, AJ Drywall Plasters Home Improvement. Now, I share their Facebook page. Again, contact them. Free quote, 401-323-9252. AJ Drywall Plasters Home Improvement. Folks, well, good afternoon. And uh, thank God it's, by the way, it's a sunny Monday. Blue sky. A lot of melting going on outside. Although it's actually still very, very cold. Not that we're doing the weather program. It depends on where you are. Listen, there's a pretty good amount of snow. Certain parts of the state got more snow, obviously, than others. Northern part of the state certainly uh, took the brunt of it compared to then you go to different places. Now, the good news, again, I'm not, <clears throat> I understand also when it does snow like this, a lot of people, it's, um, you know, it can be people have flashbacks to when they were young and they were out sledding. And I also understand if there's parents or or uh, grandparents, and they like the idea of the kids playing in the snow and sledding and blah, 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 and everything else. I get that. Um, but but the good news for most of us that are not caught up in the nostalgia or being sentimental is the fact that there is going to be rain moving in, and that should get rid of a lot of the snow. But anyhow, check out the website, depetro.com. We have the Friday night. I was wild. The bank robbery in Warwick. And then we also have the North Kingstown uh, nurse and much more. We have another story going up. On um, It is remarkable. I'm going to touch on it with uh, Governor McGreed and <clears throat> the situation with the illegals in the state. Folks, this portion of the program, but the website, excuse me, brought by the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. Lunch, dinner, drinks, and lounge. Consistently great food. They're waiting for you at the coincidence. So we will be posting about that. And uh, this is the noon report. What I like to do is um, 
just kind of highlight during this time, the lunchtime, of stories that develop during the day or stories that you want to, you should know about or learn about. And, um, and one of the things I want to touch on is, uh, that's right, thank you, DePetro.com. One of the things I want to touch on is it's something that hasn't really played out um, as of yet. But that is the fact that the state spending, Governor, Mc, Governor McKee has not put the state into a good position with things slowing down. And for instance, now Massachusetts, and we do actually have a number of, a lot of people that listen in uh, in Massachusetts. Massachusetts revenue slide points to budget cuts. Now, that did not stop the governor of Massachusetts from instituting tax cuts. Now, could have been more tax cuts, but there were tax cuts. Notice with this governor and the amount of outrageous spending that goes on. The, the, the Governor McKee, to me, where they have truly failed is to rein in the spending and get the state prepared for, you know, potentially could be tough weather coming. So Massachusetts revenue slide points to budget cuts. Now, they're talking about um, the revenue underpinning supporting Massachusetts Governor Moore Healy's first annual budget begin to erode after she fined $56 billion spending plan last summer. So already in Massachusetts, they're talking about that they're going to have to cut things in the budget. Meanwhile, you know, the expression, when Massachusetts catches cold, Rhode Island sneezes, in many ways, because neighboring state, our economy is, is tied to Massachusetts. Now, under Governor McKee, the amount of you know, they just keep hiring all these union position jobs at the Rhode Island State House. <clears throat> so many of them are then those are positions that they're all um, you can't lay anyone off. So the state is just stuck with them. It's hard to believe, actually, in 2024, the amount of state employees <clears throat> that do exist that. The state house is just overburdened in the Department of Administration with workers. And it's all, you know, the union special interests that control the governor. They just keep adding more and more positions. <clears throat> so it's not your imagination. Thank you, Donna. Thank you for the stars. It's, um, it's not your imagination, folks. Part of being a leader is it's like running a business. You have to have it prepared for a downturn. The state's definitely gonna face a downturn. And uh, what Governor McKee considers to be achievements are not achievements. Now, there's something else that I learned that he spoke out about. And one of the reasons he was asked was if you check DePetro.com, the state right now What no one is talking about is how much they're not enforcing illegals coming in with, quote, refugees. So the new buzzword, the new talking point for the McKee administration is the governor just keeps saying, you know, we'll do our part with refugees. Well, 
as I have talked about, unless I'm missing something, there's no war going on in Guatemala right now. So any of those people coming in, they're not they're not refugees. This is the new talking point of the Democrat Party. You got to remember, Governor McKee, he's not just like he's not coming up with it. They send this stuff to him. Nancy Pelosi was on ABC's This Week yesterday, and she was saying, we have to honor our commitment for those that are seeking asylum. It's all just word salad. It's all just, they're playing games, word games. So now people that are illegally coming over the border, they're trying to label them as that they're refugees seeking asylum and we have to honor our commitment. That, and we all know it's, it's laughable. That's not what's going on. Right now, under the Biden administration, it is, it's an open door policy. We have an open border. So when Governor McKee says, well, you know, Rhode Island, we're going to do our part to take care of ref- refugees and those seeking asylum, that, 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 that's, that's, you know, as, I, as I've stated in the past, we know where there are conflicts in the world. Where are there conflicts? Israel and Hamas. And then you have the people of Ukraine. There's no huge number. There's the people not coming here from Ukraine. The people that are in New York, Chicago, <clears throat> that are being bussed up from the border, they're not refugees. These are not people seeking asylum. These are people that are not following immigration laws. But Governor McKee's allowed to get away with it. Now, I had an interesting conversation with a member of law enforcement. I mentioned this just in the past couple of days. It said, you know, years ago, um, more than 10 years ago, when, when someone would be arrested, local media would inquire the immigration status of that individual person. Well, that's over now. You know, that's over now. Now, and this member of law enforcement was saying, you know, you're the only one that will say this particular person that was either involved with a hit and run or some violent crime like a rape or a murder, you're the only one that will ask that. Well, you know, and he was kind of inquiring me, why do you think that is? And part of it is when you have someone like a David Cicilline, former congressman, who's now in charge of this, quote, nonprofit, handing out money, buying influence, he frowns on it. And he holds a lot of sway, believe it or not, with local media. And so it's discouraged. So now, and this has evolved over the past number of years, but when you have someone who's arrested or charged either with an accident involved with some kind of a you know vehicle accident or a murder or rape providence journal channel 10 channel 12 they don't ask about immigration status anymore because that's kind of frowned upon so this member of law enforcement was saying you know you're really the only one left that even asked about them and and this individual was inquiring to me why do you think that is and i was saying you know i remember you go back more than 10 years ago, it was very commonplace, but that is kind of evolved. Something else that you're seeing that a lot of people are not going to get. Now, next hour, you're going to hear on the radio portion, Politics This Week with Justin Katz, managing editor of AnchorRising.com. But 
Rhode Island PBS, they're hiring or doing segments more and more with local media. And a lot of the members of local media seem very excited when they're going to be doing things for Channel 36. Now, what does that tell you? Well, we know that there are no conservatives allowed on public television. We know that they get, you know, grants, government money, state money. But it's kind of insight to that's really where their passion lies. And I can assure you, you know, it's not your imagination. If you right now, if you were to add up, as I was explaining to this member of law enforcement, if you were to add up the number of stories that our local media last year did on the influx of illegals coming into the state, the cost of the illegals coming into the state, you, you won't find any. There is, there is a media block. They won't do those stories. It's less about the reporters. I also want to point that out. It's far more about the news directors. You know, it's far more about the people behind the scenes that really ultimately decide what stories get greenlit, what stories, you know, end up on the air, on the six o'clock news, eleven o'clock news, and what what stories do not. So um, and I also want to mention, you know, I saw the Obamas are starting to speak out now. I played last hour on the radio show how President Obama had lunch with President Biden and said, you know, we're very concerned about your campaign. Michelle Obama did an interview, said, I'm terrified terrified about what could possibly happen in the next election. Well, the fact of the matter, so, so am I. I'm terrified at the thought that Biden-Harris would get four more years. This is crazy. This is no way to run a state. McKee Matos are basically, as I've said, Biden-Harris. They're like the local version of it. A lot of people are terrified that those people may get four more years. But I think it's very interesting that I don't believe Michelle Obama is going to run. They don't want things to change. They don't want to have to do the heavy lifting. They don't want to have to get involved in the race. But they want to do as much as they possibly can to try to stop anything from changing. Folks, this portion of the program on this Monday, and it's brought to you by Just Angels. You know, you want to talk about, I shared their Facebook page. And Jean, I'm going to highlight it on a live show, did sent me some beautiful items. These are This is quality merchandise. It's so important. And I have talked a lot about what I believe is power prayer, these beautiful commemorative memorial gifts, treasure keeps, Just Angels. Thank you very much, Samantha. Folks, check out their website, justangelsonline.com. And I've talked about these beautiful, so valuable commemorative keepsakes. One thing, and Gene sent me a beautiful batch I'm going to highlight on a live. But, you know, when you get them, and especially when you're going through a very trying time, they, book, they just take on even more value. So it's local, and Gene does such a tremendous job. Justangelsonline.com. Folks, check it out. All right, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. I think, I think that's interesting, though, that the Obamas suddenly, you know, what are they seeing? They're wildly concerned. Um, they're wildly concerned that that president Biden and, and, and here's the thing it's um 
it, it's he, he's not up for the job. He's not up for the job. The, the local, I mean, not the local, the national media didn't cover it as much, but they've had a problem when the president of the United States is now finishing a speech and then how he gets off stage. So their solution now is the first lady joins him and basically like a nurse <clears throat> holds his hand and walks him off the stage. I mean, that's where, folks, that's why if you're like me, I'm, I'm very dismayed that someone like a Governor McKee is saying he's the greatest president Rhode Island has ever seen. Who, who, that, that's ridiculous. <clears throat> Regardless of his past, meaning President Biden, whether he's had a successful past or not, whether or not he has accomplished things or not, whether or not you voted for him or not, we're talking about right now. He's going to have trouble finishing out this year, let alone no reasonable individual believes that he is physically and mentally capable of leading for the next four years. We just happen to be in a state where the elected leaders are detached from reality and they're just such political hacks that they want to go along with that. But no reasonable person believes that. <clears throat> if, if Take him out of the presidency. If Joe Biden was trying to, someone was trying to name him the CEO of a company. There's no way the board of directors, the shareholders, they would say he's not up for the job. It's a demanding job. We have a part-time president. And then you're starting to see what can go wrong when you have someone who's not up to the job. Now, whether it's local or national, and I've talked about Friday was a good example. Governor McKee puts out no public events. Sounds like a day off. Sounds like a personal day. He's entitled. Maybe he's taking the day off. Maybe he's going skiing for the weekend. Maybe he's traveling. What did we learn on Friday? Nope. Governor McKee then had to put out a statement after we highlighted it. He was actually traveling to Pennsylvania for that Biden speech. That That is. <clears throat> then they wanted to, had to put out, but he's coming back in time for the storm and. Blah, blah, blah. You know, they act like they're doing us a favor by putting plow trucks out on the roads. As, a pl- as opposed to what? <clears throat> We're going to be plowing the roads. What, are we supposed to thank them for plowing the roads? Isn't that why you have the money? Isn't that why we have all these crews? I, 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 I fail to understand these individuals that think that we should, what, be, be thanking them for doing their, for doing their work? But we, I'm seeing right now, Biden will pull out of the presidential race on poor health. A top J.P. Morgan strategist predicts. So that's interesting. But um, but where you really see that he is not up to the job is that he was unaware his secretary of defense was hospitalized in intensive care. <clears throat> Listen, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. He should be terminated. He put all, what What if we were attacked? What if China started making, what if, you know, there's a number of different scenarios. The president was unaware. His secretary of defense, Lloyd Austin, 
was hospitalized for four days and was intensive care. And the president didn't even know about it? That's a fireable offense. That's insanity. This is an example to me. They're putting everybody at risk. They're putting, what if there was a national emergency? What if China had invaded Taiwan? What if suddenly Russia had bombed Poland? What if, there's a number of different things that could have come out of that. That is an absolute fireable offense. But this is what happens when you have someone who is not up to the job. That's a good example of it. Four days. He is not in control. No way. Unacceptable. Wrong. Should Lloyd Austin be held accountable, the Secretary of Defense, that he had to be hospitalized after elective surgery and then be placed in intensive care? He or his staff made the decision to not inform the president he was intensive care in a hospital. That is a fireable offense. You're putting the national, you're not talking about Commerce Secretary. You're not talking about transportation. You're not talking about Treasury. Uh, th- that is ludicrous. That some, but that's what happens when you have someone like, a, do I believe is this the first time that has happened, or is it the first time we found out about it? Beyond that, that is ludicrous, ridiculous. That's that's national security. That is national security. And but that really tells me you don't have someone that's on the pulse. And what I mean by that is, you know, they're making a big argument that Trump is a danger to our democracy. And they're obviously now feel they're losing the battle if he were to be placed on the ballot. So now what they're doing is trying to just get him off the ballot. But And I want to touch on this business about democracy in just a moment. But folks, I want to remind you, now, it's a new year. And obviously, because of what I have gone through, and today's Monday, it'll be four weeks since the surgery this Thursday. But... Health is so important. And I'm sure right now there are people listening or watching, and maybe you made uh, weight loss one of your New Year's resolutions. If you really want to target stubborn weight loss, unique health, take advantage, free seminar with Sandra at Unique Health, 401-269-9155. Unique health, sustainable weight loss, extreme weight loss. You know, right now, on this Monday, January 8th, here's a news bulletin for you. There's no health benefit to being obese. Stop, you know, how many people over the next two weeks, all these people that made New Year's resolutions and they joined health clubs and gyms, they're going to stop going. Unique health, aggressive weight loss. It'll target that stubborn Fat 401-269-9155. Sustainable weight loss. Free seminar. They're right in Warwick, right across from the Kent County Courthouse, Bald Hill Road. Unique health. They have the system that will work. And remember, it's not, 
It's not a diet change. It's a lifestyle change. Unique Health, 401-269-9155. Well, folks, good afternoon. Right now, it's uh, 1230 on this Monday, January 8th. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. So, over the course of the weekend, <clears throat> someone who I, I like and I've been friendly with, and he's been getting a lot of TV time, is Ken Block. Very knowledgeable. Ken Block ran for governor in 2010, uh, was unsuccessful with the moderate party. Ken Block uh, ran in the primary against Alan Fung in 2014, lost in, in the primary. But he is very, very knowledgeable. He's a data guy. He is very, very knowledgeable on numbers. And he was leading the efforts, the, 20, the, the summer of 2017, to try to get the Rhode Island voter rolls and more transparency with the voter rolls. So he was then contacted. Um, as a result of that, the summer of 2017, Steve Bannon tapped him to look into uh, Rhode Island voter rolls. And then Nellie Gobea reacted and forever changed the state policy on that. So he's definitely an expert. And he's been getting, um, in, in 2020, in the aftermath of that, the Trump people had a list of various people. They contacted him and he did some data crunching. And nothing, you know, I think Ken would even tell you, his book is coming out in March. He has been appearing on television. But he was certainly a never Trump guy. And he he seems to be taking satisfaction that he could not find any type of wholesale fraud in the 2020 election, of which the Trump people had hired him. They paid him good money. Now, again, I'm not in any way. We've had Ken on the program. Uh, I'm not. This is not a knock against him in any way. He was paid good money. He's written a book. He's been subpoenaed by the people looking into what's going on. And um, and that's where things stand with Ken Block. However, um, as a result of that, he he definitely pushes back against anything to do with President Trump in the Republican Party. And so one thing that he pushed back on, and folks, the reason why this is significant is so Governor McKee traveled to Pennsylvania and President Biden gives the big speech about democracy on the ballot. And and that is a talking point that they want to um, put forward. And as I was saying and took to social media to say is what I just find um, comical is not the right word, but the hypocrisy of it. And then we kind of had like a back and forth on, on social media, which I don't do a lot, but we weren't insulting each other. And I, I like Ken and I respect Ken, but what he was pushing back on that I had put out was <clears throat> this whole business of democracy is on the ballot, right? And that's the Biden talking point, um, that democracy is on the ballot. We have to you know, stop President Trump and blah, blah, blah. But what, what no one, and in fairness, the, the, um, the, Local media that they don't highlight is when when I talk about that we don't have a democracy in the state, 
And, and what I did was, and it was especially, it was pertinent because it was Saturday, it was January 6th, is it's the two people that have the highest positions just in state government. And that is Governor McKee and Sabina Matos, the lieutenant governor. And this whole business of January 6th and President Trump and the threat to democracy, I want to, and I fully get that a lot of people don't understand what happened, but I went on to illustrate it and Ken Block kind of pushed back on on what I had said, but but the, the part about it is that did not get enough coverage, um, in my view, in local media, is this whole business, January 6th and threat to democracy. I, I just, a lot of people, and I don't blame you for not knowing this, but it has nothing to do with President Trump, my view on this. It has nothing to do with the Republican Party. These people manipulate our elections. One of the major problems we have in the state is the people who the voters want are not the people that are holding office. And I, there's several examples I point to, but one of the best examples is primary day of September 2022. Helena folks beat Dan McKee at the polls on election day. And, the, and Ken Block was saying, um, well, it's just she peaked too late and blah, blah. No, has nothing to do with that. The special interests manipulate the, they're not even mail ballots. They're not even, they don't go through the mail. It's unlimited how many the campaigns can ballot harvest. And that was like a banana, banana Republic style election. So in, in Matos, the only reason that, that she's there is because she's like his pan-picked lackey. But, but that's, here's my point, that's not a democracy. That's not, a, that's not like a legitimate election. The voters wanted Helena Folks, not Dan McKee. She won day of voting. <clears throat> he made all these promises to the laborers and the special interest Get me an office and I'll give you your wish list that we have to pay for as voters. So what they do, they went out and collected all these ballots. And it's very possible people voted twice and they stuffed all those drop boxes. And then they pointed and said, look, he won. You know, he got the most mail ballots. That's, that's not an election. Like, it's one thing. It's so pathetic that we're stuck with these two people at the top but let's let's not like let's not make the mistake that that's actually who the voters want right let's 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 not make the mistake that if this was a true legitimate election that these two people would be in charge they wouldn't be and then what happens that i believe is that's why there's so much frustration with this governor um as I've said, Matos proved she's not up to the job. Look, when she tried to run for Congress, it was a total sheer disaster. She was incapable of being lieutenant governor and running a campaign. That campaign is still under investigation. She still finished fourth. And then Governor McKee continues to show he's not up to the job. And that's where the frustration comes in. That's why he doesn't enjoy huge support. 
That's not who the voters wanted. They circumvented the system. But the, one of the problems that we face in the state um, is the fact that the media doesn't like to cover elections because they're immediately branded that they are MAGA Republicans and they think it's like a Trump thing. And so it, it, it's just, you know, so then therefore it doesn't get the coverage it should. But when you think about it, you're talking about, you know, Governor McKee sitting in a smoke-filled room, so to speak, with these labor leaders and a number of powerful union bosses pick who's going to be the next governor against the will of the people. No one will convince me that's, (laughs) that may be a lot of things. Democracy is not one of them. But one of the things that plays to their advantage. For instance, I'm just seeing this now, some of the comments. The right better start doing the same thing within the legal limits. They, they're unable to. They're, they're unable to do the same thing. So that's the wrong thing. The law should be changed. Um, it's not, you can only win by cheating. It's 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 how that is true about funk. It's it's how they manipulate the system. That's what it really comes down to. So now there's gonna be all you're hearing now from the Rhode Island State House is there's gonna be a lot of unhappy people and it's gonna be a tough year and blah blah blah. Well that's because decisions are not being made as the proper way to make decisions of what's in the best interest of the citizens. The decisions that are being made are to fulfill campaign promises that McKean made to get him in office to begin with. So, no, I'm not a fan of the way he governs. I think all you need to know about Governor McKee showed itself in a couple different ways. And that was the way he reacted when Helena Folks was on the phone on primary night to concede to him and he instructed his aide to hang up on her and then the fact that when it came time to face the cameras and close the bridge he had no interest in going in front of the cameras and sent out Peter Alvini to close the Washington Bridge that that speaks volumes to me that speaks volumes folks this portion of the John DePietro show on this Monday it's brought by JMB Plumbing Plumbing Repair and Service and maybe right now you're having a problem with your pipes because of the weather. Call JB Plumbing today, 401 743 9153. 401 743 9153. JB Plumbing. They can repair damaged water pipes. They can repair clogged pipelines. They can replace water heaters. JB Plumbing, the local plumbing repair and service. Give them a call, 401 401- 743-9153. For your home or business, you can depend on JMB Plumbing. 401-743-9153. So folks, good afternoon on this Monday. Um, the fact of the matter is uh, you, you can't ignore what's going on in Massachusetts. And because that affects Rhode Island. And another good example of that is everywhere, you look, if you are looking for it, office building holders are just getting crushed. 
the old model of people commuting into an office and the daily commute and everything else, since the pandemic, it's gone. How many people now, your company or business, they allow people to work from home. They want happy workers. They find there's no need for a lot of people to have to come into the office. They're more efficient. And so, therefore, you don't need all these big office buildings. So, Boston is a good example. Boston has an incredible amount of empty office space. And I'm not convinced it's ever going to be filled again. And then there's an effect to that. There's a number of restaurants that are closing in and around downtown Boston. Why? Because you don't have the business people coming in. They're not coming in for lunch. They're not coming in after work for dinner. So they're getting affected by that. Which then leads us to, you know, any of this money in downtown Providence for that that stupid Superman building, right? Of the, it, it, it's downtown Providence has a glut of empty office space. It doesn't make any sense at all. And unfortunately, the governor is just the wrong person to have at the helm with what is a, a fluid situation as far as the economy, where it's going. Um, there's a lot of people that are pivoting on that. There are people, workers now, that if they have a choice between two jobs, one they can stay at home, the other one they have to go into the office, a lot of people are saying, I'd rather work from home. And then I'll go in once a week, or I'll do the Zoom call. So you have to adapt to that. Another major problem with the Democrat Party is, and I recognize a lot of people aren't aware of this, but you had a major problem in New York City this morning. You had a major problem, and you also had it over the course of the weekend. And what I'm talking about are these stupid pro-Hamas supporters. And this morning, there they were, protesters in New York. They're not pro-Palestine. They are anti-Israel. They blocked off the Holland Tunnel. They blocked off the Brooklyn Bridge. They blocked off the Manhattan Bridge. Why are they doing that? To cause havoc and block traffic all over New York City. They were also doing it in some Democrat cities over the course of the weekend. They're allowed to do it in uh, Providence. They're allowed to block traffic in Providence when they're at the State House. And... Um, and so as, as a result of that, that, that's just not the type of thing that you see in well-run states. I'm also looking right now. So President Biden arrived in Charleston, South Carolina. He, he is, when he lands, it is absolute confusion look on his face. He refused to respond to questions with the knowledge that his defense secretary was incapacitated. And what I'm talking about is the fact that his allies, no one is, I mean, just no one is dealing in in reality right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But somewhere that I think we are, McKee kind of gets, here it is, Governor McKee. The president approved my major disaster declaration request for Rhode Island for severe storm and flooding that impacted us in September. 
This will help us deliver federal resources to support qualifying residents and businesses in Providence County. Do you know there's still a huge amount of unspent money that, thank you, Donna, that um, that the state has still not spent. Still huge amount of money. Folks, he, to me, the biggest thing is people are going to make a decision that these policies, they're just failing. You know, I'm looking at, there's a funny thing about the Babylon Bee has, man becomes more conservative as he regains brain function. And the person they're talking about is that Senator Fetterman from Pennsylvania, who now he overcame the stroke and he seemingly is getting healthier. And now he's, he, he's pushing back on saying, I'm not a progressive. You can't have these anti-Israel people. But, folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show on this Monday, it's brought to you by Shapa Insurance Agency. Call them today. Navigating the world of insurance, it can be daunting. Call Shapa Insurance Agency, your neighbor, partner, and friend. Call today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Free consultation, Shapa Insurance Agency. They're right on Reservoir Avenue. Give them a shot. Give Shapa a shot. 401 900 insu 401-900-4678, Shapa Insurance Agency, your neighbor, partner, and friend, one-stop insurance solution. You need insurance, whether it's for your home or your auto or renter's insurance or business insurance or flood, recreational umbrella, Shapa Insurance Agency. Call them today, 401 401- 900 INSU, 401-900-INSU for Shapa Insurance Agency. Well, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. But I want to be very clear. I'd like to be more positive in the new year. I would. But we, the state is not built to thrive. The state is not built, not with these types of leaders, uh, the state workforce is far, it's, it's way too heavy. You know, when, when you're in Massachusetts saying they're going to have to institute major budget cuts, Rhode Island can't be far behind. And, you know, two weeks ago, when that story came out, and I think it was Channel 12 that came out with it, but when you have correctional officers at the ACI, with overtime, pulling in over $400,000 a year. It was actually the Boston Globe and Channel 12 did the top earners in the state. Folks, that's, that's, not, that's not having something built for the storm. That, that, that is, that's just such rampant abuse. It's taxpayer money. As I've said, when you have correctional officers, their pay is 80000 and then through overtime, one of them made over four hundred thousand. Another one made three hundred ninety thousand. That's that that that's so beyond the pale of how that would not exist in the private sector. Sector. I'm not saying it has to a hundred percent emulate what goes on in the private sector, but it, it it it's unsustainable. You don't have responsible leadership. Everything becomes 
everything becomes the state and McKee trying to get the federal government to bail the state out. How a disaster declaration for the September 2023 floods will help Rhode Islanders. See, everything becomes that. Everything becomes the state then saying to our delegation, you know, and I'm sure it didn't hurt that McKee went to Pennsylvania for the speech of trying to bail them out. I'm also finding out the Providence Journal has a story. What's the construction near the new Amazon distribution center in Johnston? We found out the biggest construction project happening in Johnson right now is the Amazon Distribution Center. It's been in the works since 2021. But right across the street, another major project is happening, which piqued the interest of Rhode Island readers. Across the road from Amazon is the structure being constructed. It appears to be an Amazon project, not sure. Turns out it's not part of Amazon's footprint. It's a rehabilitation hospital. Encompass Health publicly traded company based in Alabama is building a rehab hospital at 2019 Hartford Avenue plans to open this summer. Question I got from a lot of constituents. Is there going to be ambulances racing in and out of there, said Mayor Joe Policy. No, it's not that type of hospital. Facility will have 50 inpatient beds, treat patients, conditions, strokes, brain injury, spinal cord, also off physical speech, Policina said Encompass has invested $40 million in the construction. Includes therapy gym, cafeteria, pharmacy. They've paid the town roughly $140,000 in permanent fees to date. The Johnson location is part of an aggressive growth by Encompass Health, nation's largest owner of rehabilitation hospitals. One of 20 locations they plan to build around the, the country. The path to this point hasn't been without controversy. In a three to two decision, the Health Services Council voted to, to move the proposal forward despite a state consulting finding Rhode Island has enough rehab beds to last another 10 years. Um, Dr. Cole Alexander Scott approved the project, later overturned by a state hearing officer. Encompass appealed the decision. The project was given the green light. They have not uh, started hiring yet. Policina has an announcement number of employees. Website says people interested can reach out to work recruiter. What's interesting, folks, is and, and again, what they don't touch on is notice no one's building anything private like that in Providence. You can't. There's too much red tape. There's too many union demands. Um, Johnston, it's not a surprise that Amazon wanted to build in Johnston. Keep in mind, Amazon they could have built in Providence. They refused. They don't want anything to do with building in Providence. That's a problem. It's a problem that's not addressed. Amazon, they could have built that huge warehouse right along, you know, the water on uh, Allen's Avenue. Nope. They wanted to go to Johnston. They'll deal with 295. They'll deal with building and not having uh, all the headaches and pressure of trying to do business in the city. So as a result of that, they decide to go to Johnston. But folks, it's and, and keep in mind, McKee right now, Governor McKee is in a huge feud with the mayor of Johnston. He was in a huge feud with his father. Two places, two cities and towns, Johnston's a town that continue to thrive are Cranston and Johnston. 
A lot of building going on. A lot of companies wanting to do business there. Notice Republican mayor, Mayor Hopkins in the city of Cranston. And then Mayor Policina, who no one would confuse. He's not a, a, a McKee type of Democrat. You know, he, he doesn't cave to the progressives. They have the Columbus statue there. Um, they, they allow people to do business. It's a friendlier business climate, let alone, how about, you know, when, with, uh, with citizens, they pulled out of Providence and then they set up that huge campus in Johnston. So there's a few pockets around, but things have got to be altered. Things have, have got to change. The state needs to be more business friendly. The state has got to stop all this hiring. The state cannot continue to be. It's this, it's this welfare type mentality, like we've talked about. You allow homelessness, you allow uh, illicit drugs, and then the, the only sectors that thrive are sectors that hire people to take care of the homeless and then deal with all the drug addicts. Folks, on this sunny Monday, January 8th, how about one week from today is the Iowa caucus? One week from today is the Iowa caucus. Thank you, Nancy. Hi, Nancy. Folks, this portion of the program brought to you by Propane Plus. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, Tim Johnson is family, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus heating and cooling, three generations. They're available 24-7. Call Propane Plus today. They also have a very user-friendly website, Residential Commercial. You log on at propaneplus.com and just type in your zip code. You can depend on Propane Plus, 401-885-4209 or 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Well, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. A week from tonight uh, will be the Iowa caucus. And that is where uh, they will then go and decide. It sounds like, unless something alters or changes, that President Trump is going to win. And it almost sounds as though they're just, you know, kind of uh, Haley, uh, Nikki Haley and Governor DeSantis are playing for second place. But we'll see. But look at these headlines. Fears grow over all-out Middle East war. Netanyahu losing control. They're talking about that maybe... Suddenly, Lebanon could be dragged into the conflict. And where was our defense secretary? Unbeknownst to Biden, he was in intensive care in a hospital. That's a fireable offense. President of Congress left in dark. Quote, someone's head has to roll. 100%. Defense secretary hospitalization deepens mystery of his absence. This is the United States of America we're talking about. Ridiculous. I like this. Obama worried about Trump. Urges Biden to beef up the campaign. Dems question whether he should agree to debate. What does that tell you? Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. 
He's the problem. All this talk and all they're trying to do now, the strategy is not to try to beat Trump. And you mark my words, you're going to, the Secretary of State of Rhode Island, and I want to give credit, he had already come out, he came out early and said, no, President Trump will appear on the ballot for the Republican primary, which is actually, I believe, now in March this year. There will be pressure for that to be revisited. Mark my words. I'm not saying they're going to be successful. So far, he has stood his ground. He came out early. Secretary of State Greg Amore. What would Nellie Gobey have done? She would have caved and said, yeah, we can't have him on the ballot here in the state. So far, the Secretary of State has not caved when it comes to that. Um, But there will be pressure local. That will become um, kind of the new talking point amongst. That's how nervous they are. That's how nervous they are about President Trump taking over. It, It almost sounds as though they're not even talking about trying to beat him anymore. They believe the way to try to beat him is just to have him removed at the, from, from the ballot. That's the way I view it. Now, folks, also, as we speak right now, Bill Belichick is still the coach of the Patriots. Um, I would think it was interesting. He was asked this morning, would he be willing to, to concede some control of the team? Right now, he does everything. Meaning, would, would he allow the Crafts to bring in a general manager? And then he would just be the coach of the team. He said, hey, whatever it would take to make the help the team win. I think it's interesting that Coach Belichick also made it very clear he has a year left on his contract. So I think he would like that. I'm not convinced the Crafts want that. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Next hour on the radio, Politics This Week with Justin Catch. You can listen to AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Or you can listen online at the website, dipetro.com. We will do Facebook Live later. WNRI, Socket, W260DC. WNRI.